The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's only one Eric's Family Barbecue location in Arizona. That's right, just one. It's in Avondale, and it's worth the drive over and over again. Barbecue restaurants that have several locations usually cut their quality for expansion. Not Eric's Family Barbecue. Eric serves Texas-style barbecue that never disappoints, always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Now, we know brisket is king, but have you tried their pulled pork with coleslaw? It's a match made in heaven. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. Uh, and while we're at it, I tell uh, our, you know, we had to postpone the uh, the Rocky tribute show. Yes. Slash not my birthday, birthday time show. We're just going to be a, super, a stupid party where we pay tribute to Rocky movie music. And not the, you know, dun, 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 like the real montage stuff. Uh, so the band's getting it all together. Everybody's ready. And our uh, guitar player, Marty, goes to the doctor and finds out he's got something going on in one of his arteries. And he texts me Monday when I was talking about saying we have to postpone because he's got this appointment on the 22nd. And uh, he's like, I can't do it. We, I'm going to be laid up for a couple of days. I'm like, well, then, yeah, your health's the most important thing. As I'm talking about it Monday, he texts me and says, I feel so bad canceling that. Uh, I think we can still do the show. I'm going to try to get in and get this thing done quicker. And I'm like, you're rested out. And I'm like, but if you do want it, because he said, I feel terrible. I'm like, go to the ER. And this is advice I give everybody. Go to the ER and play pretend it's 10 times worse than what you're dealing with. If you're going to the emergency room, make it a goddamn emergency. Don't go in there and go, I can wait for five or six hours, but I think something's going on. If they say go stand over there and wait, and I know doctors don't want to hear this, you turn into Daniel Day-Lewis right there in the thing and act your way right into a room. Did it with my friend John who cracked his head open at the at my house and we were drunk and laughing and we're in the ER and I'm like, I can't stand this anymore. We're sitting there with everybody's got the flu. I'm like, we're going to get sick sitting here. So I went over to the thing. I'm like, hey, my buddy's having visions and he's starting to hallucinate and he's babbling. Oh my God, let's hurry and get it. They got him. We were in and out of there and he had to stay overnight. But I mean, we were finally in a room. <laughs> And they stitched him up within like a minute. I'm like, they, they, you just so I tell Marty to go do the same thing, get in that ER, and act like it's a lot worse than it is, and they'll take a look at you tonight. He went in there, found out that it's ten times worse than it, than he was. He was he went in and said, uh, I had a friend tell me that if I act like it's a lot worse, you guys will. Tra-, and they started laughing, and he he said, I dropped your name and it worked. And I'm like, I don't think that's why. I said, I think your <laughs> your pale face and your <gasps> breathing Gray. probably did it. Uh, Marty, a young man. 
you know, just through the uh, the blessings of genetics. Quadruple bypass coming this way. So now this band I'm in, that's so much fun. We got two fake hips, a stroke, and a quadruple bypass and a catero on our. We got a guy in a time machine and three dudes who are, you know, 85 years old in these bodies in our 40s. Crazy. So uh, our best to Marty. And a lot of people know Martin Lucas. Uh, he's just a, a wonderful human being. He's just a really fun, nice guy. And uh, he's been in a band called Nine Ball for years. And, God, he's done thousands of shows. You've seen him. If you've been out at all in this city, yeah, you've seen, seen Marty. Marty plays. Yeah. He he ran this uh, rock and roll lifestyle. He was in a band called Muscle for years. He was so many different bands. Yeah, frankly, Scarlet. That he would do. Way back in the day. Uh, and they were doing really well. That was actually a band about to pop, and then didn't just because the then grunge the landscape then. <laughs> changed. Yeah, but uh, Marty's been around forever. I guarantee you've been at a party at some place, and Marty has been doing it. And he's busts his ass. He's running. He's run himself ragged. So that's, I, I just root for everything good. His family's amazing. Natalie's wife and all that. So getting that news yesterday was kind of like what. Like, yeah, so look. can you make it by the 20? Yeah, that's what I said. So the show is officially canceled, you son of a bitch. I mean, come on. And I had some hopes the other day. I said he was going to get in early. I'm like, all right. Based on my, yeah. based on my advice. So I'm going to hear some Frank Stallone. Get your ass in there and get it done tonight. If you're worried about waiting two weeks, because he said, I just feel terrible, but my appointment's the 22nd. I'm like, no, 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 no. You go to the emergency and you put on a show. That's it. Like the, I, I almost applauded that time that uh, Texas Grill tried to kill me with that giant <laughs> wad of hot lava potato, and it burned my entire esophagus and throat and everything else. And I was at the emergency so room. So close! Uh, I was very close. It's called the yeah. It's, it's called steakhouse syndrome. It can actually kill you. But I went to the ER thinking I'd torn my entire. Th- I couldn't talk. <laughs> that was how I sounded. It was the craziest thing. Sounded like our waitress. Huh? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I was sexier than her. That's the one Brady tried to date once. <laughs> Ugly. <laughs> That dude that rolled up in the wheelchair, his mom or wife or whatever was pushing him, and she screamed out, his tubes got switched. He's in his own stomach. I'm like, that's how you do the ER, because your tubes don't switch themselves. Nice job, everybody. And this, like, invalid is laying in this wheelchair bed. Oh, his tubes got switched. I think he's in his own stomach. I'm like, yeah, everybody back up. He wins. I can't Daniel Day-Lewis better than that. I'll wait my turn. Real emergencies get treated. You get the flu or it hurts to poop or come on, Elvis, calm down. But put on a show. He did it. And look what it did. To find out it's 10 times worse. If he'd waited a couple weeks, he might not be here. So, uh. The band will uh, have a reunion. Probably going to have to cancel this one for a little bit. Hopefully be back. Postpone. Post, post, post Malone pwn. We'll get that. We're not doing anything without Marty. Oh, yeah. So hopefully Halloween we'll be able to do it. But I, I, if you've seen our silly little band, uh, and a lot of you have come out to a few of the shows we've done, uh, you see how good Marty actually is. Everybody in that band is excellent. Every musician in there is like they're all so good. Marty's incredible, so. And my buddy Katero, the bass player, texted me. He goes, man, that went from nothing to serious in five minutes, didn't it? And I'm like, that's mind-blowing how fast that changed. From just like the doctors going, yeah, you got a little like, plaque buildup. Yeah. It's probably just genetic. Boom. They're rocking him. So it's nuts. And if any of you – anybody else feeling that thing, and just tell you the symptoms of that. He's not, he's not a guy who you're looking at going, there's a candidate for this. Uh, he just – it. 
It felt funny to breathe. My dad woke me up one night in the middle of the night. I love you. I love you very much. I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> you never say that. What's going on? I just, I gotta go. I love you. My mom's like, we're going to the hospital. Your father feels bad. What's going on? He thinks he may be having a heart attack. Let's not panic. He's all right. Goes to the hospital. Oh, God. I'm going to die today. And he pulls the whole. They put him back in there. EKG him. Everything else. Uh, horrible gas. Horrible, horrible gas. That's what my dad had. Big bubble in his chest. Which the dangerous thing is, I don't think my dad, even to this day, would go to the hospital for uh, chest pains because that embarrassed him. He came back going, oh, I feel like a fool. I was just gas. I had to fart. It's basically what made me feel Did like Did you my- ever joke about it after Oh, that? constantly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because he, he <laughs> oh, there's another heart attack. <laughs> Shut up. That wasn't, it. that's not funny, God damn it. <laughs> oh, dad, I'm dying over here. But yeah, so I just if, don't, you know. Don't mess around with that stuff. Take that very seriously. If you're struggling to breathe or your chest feels funny, run to the ER and turn into Tom Hanks. Just, you know, I'm sorry, ER workers, but that's that's the only way we can get through that miserable line of people that just have sniffles and stuff. If you're willing to wait seven or eight hours, it wasn't an emergency. Fake it till you get in a room. That's the key. But Marty, we're all rooting for you. I love that guy. And uh, I want nothing but the best for him, so. And his kids and his, his daughter watches our dogs sometimes. Just awesome people. That uh, day I had to go in, well, I came in the first thing in the morning and said, oh, something's not right. Yeah. It was for the kidney stone. Yeah. Uh, another guy was in there. He did what you did. I just figured faked it out. it? Oh, because he, he had the same <laughs> thing I did. I didn't know after the fact, but I'm sitting in the ER waiting. Yeah. And this guy's like, oh! It's the only way to do it, man. Oh! <laughs> I haven't gone that far. I'll read the room and look around and go, I think everybody's here for the flu. I'm skipping this line. And I'll go, oh, oh, oh. It took hey, about. Are right, sir? I don't know what's yeah. going on. Let's see. Is there a Tom Hanks in yeah, here? Yeah. yeah. Is there another? But the, the dude. It took about three minutes. That's go- and he goes right back. back. Absolutely. They don't want that going on in the ER. <laughs> and you did the right thing by going, kudos, you win today. I have to wait. You can't. There can't be multiple Tom Hanks. But the first guy that recognizes he's Tom Hanks in his way through the ER, it's, just yeah, tip of the it. cap. Yeah. Oh, again, tip of the cap. The best phrase to get you a room, I think, in my lifetime is, "His tubes got switched." I think he's in his own stomach. I'm pretty sure that nobody's going to say, "Just take a seat in the waiting room. We'll be with you in a minute." When that's going on. Ugh. That dude's moaning. Oh, I'm like, yeah, I'd be moaning too. He's ingesting his own gross so i sat back that day i did wait for a long long time because a it was covid b it was december it's freezing we're outside because they wouldn't let us inside i remember going in to the er one time because i was playing tennis and my partner lost the grip of his racket whack hits my eye on the follow-through oh boy so i had basically six stitches but i'm in the er sitting waiting and um this little kid rolls in with his mom, and they go to the front to sign up. And uh, the person front says, uh, "What seems the problem?" Kid opens his mouth, and it looks like the inside of a pumpkin that had been gutted. Mm. He's ch- he chewed, a, put a razor in his mouth. Oh, oh my god! You, you go right ahead. Oh. that'll get you in. <laughs> no acting ah. needed there. <laughs> no, there are real emergencies. <laughs> that's yeah. why. Just open his mouth. It was like, oh. I always, I've told you that story, but when we were at the ER, my sister got into a car wreck and we all were waiting there. 
the whole family's there. We didn't know if it was serious or not yet. I had my fingers crossed. <laughs> Come on, serious. <laughs> my mom and dad, we were all sitting there like, let's just let's just hope. And I'm like, oh, I am. I'm hoping. Are we all hoping for the same thing or is one of us deviating? Damn it, it's gas. Oh, no, it wasn't serious at all. My parents were rejoicing. I was like, oh, John's really taking this hard. Are you upset your sister was in a wreck? Upset. <laughs> I'm upset. It's not serious. He cares. thought it was going to be serious. He's fine. But we're there and this dude comes in. Blood pouring out of his face. Hands up in the air. Sir, slow down. What's wrong? And he's holding his tongue. <laughs> he bit it off. Yeah, I think he got in a car wreck too and bit his tongue off. And I'm like, what are you driving around like Michael Jordan for? Just put your tongue in your mouth, you weirdo. That's all I heard. And I'm a kid watching the bloody mess go running through the room. Yeah, ate half his tongue, bit it off, Ugh. and held it, picked it up. I'm like, this isn't good. So, yeah, fake it in the ER unless somebody's really, you know, because they'll get to it. They know who to – that's called triage for a reason. They know who's fooling and who's yeah. not. And Larry and I went there that time that he tried to kill me with that six-foot bong in his December 28, 2005. I'll never forget it. You want to go in the garage and do something? Sure. <laughs> go in the garage, he lights this grain silo on fire and starts pouring – Keith on it. I'd never heard of any of that. And the room filled with smoke. And he said, put your head over this and breathe in. And I did. And I coughed for half an hour. And then I thought I was dying. I went to the hospital thinking I'm having a heart attack. Tightness. All of it was bad. Everything. And they sat us down for an hour, put oxygen in my nose. They knew. And then the guy comes out and he goes, have you been uh, smoking anything today? I looked at Larry. I'm like, you dick. And Larry's like, ha, ha, ha. Yes. You're just freaking out. You're wasting everyone's time. You can leave. Because Larry was still no, flying high. He's I laughing. couldn't leave. But I went in there and I freaked out. I'm like, I'm heart attack. Everything's bad. And Larry was now, because he's now high and paranoid. And I'm just sitting there. I didn't know what was going on. They took me back. You're having a bad trip, man. They did all the tests. My heart felt like it was I thought I was losing it. I, I don't smoke. I didn't know what this was. And the EKGs, chest x-rays, everything. They thought I had a collapsed lung. This guy's dying. Like, my performance was amazing. It can't be normal. My performance was amazing. All the numbers came back fine. I'm sitting in the ER. And then Larry's ex-wife shows up. Oh, my God, what's going on? She's got McDonald's because she pulled over to grab something to eat on the way in. <laughs> I heard, I heard I John as fast as I can. I heard John was dying in our living room. What's going on, Larry? What, what is this? Oh, I got some fries. You pulled over and got some fries on the way in? Yeah. You want some? Yes. We're starving. <laughs> We're got high the as a kite, yeah. There's a crystal lamp in our yeah. garage. Oh, my God. I couldn't believe what's going on. By the way, the house is on fire. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. <laughs> yeah, it was a tragedy. But yeah, I well, they got me right in, and then once the numbers came back, they sat me back down. So ERs, good luck with that. Uh, another thing, I'm just this is drives me nuts. People ask, I get emails all the time, like, "Why do you hate LeBron so much? Why do you hate LeBron James so much?" I'm like, I hate LeBron James. I have not liked. He is he is the most like he's just a selfish 
arrogant, and it shows up all the time. And every time you think, oh, okay, LeBron, and then he does the stuff where he's just a hypocrite about the whole China thing, and he wouldn't say this, and he's got opinions about everybody else's lives that he always ends up stepping in. And I don't think LeBron uh, is – look, here's a statistic. LeBron has been in uh, a few more championships than uh, Michael Jordan. This is an amazing stat, too. Michael Jordan, in every single game he played in the playoffs, in the finals, I think it's 37, he was the leading scorer in every game but one, and it was the very first game he ever played in. It might have been all through the playoffs. On both teams, he led he led the teams in scoring in every single game, a series, except one, and it was the very first one he was ever in. Even the flu game. Yeah, all of them. And so, and LeBron, who's had twice as many uh, postseason games, he's played for 300 years, is and like they've added extra rounds. 17 and 48. Like, if it was the, like he's nowhere near as good as Michael. He's not in the argument as best player of all time. In fact, Will Chamberlain's better than he was. Nobody talks about Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, who's better than LeBron is. And LeBron is just, uh, he's just a, a massive specimen of incredible talent. There's no question. But that whole he's the best of all time is just a sales pitch, and he steps in all the time. He did it again. And, and the reason you ask why do you hate LeBron is because he's just so self-important. He said yesterday, athletes' voices are so important. We can make a difference. Brittany Griner, she shouldn't be in Russia. And he goes, and if I'm her, I don't know if I want to come back to America. I, think I'd, I, think I'd, I would think America doesn't have my back. Trust me, right now she wants to come oh, back she's, to America. Yeah, I ask her that question, jackass. But he's sitting there saying, "We we need to speak up and do something." Like you need, if you if you're that serious about it, then do something. But you know what? This is why he says absolutely ignorant, stupid things. Uh, he says, and then of course has to come back and do the thing that gets most anybody else Walks canceled. My comments on my show, The Shop, regarding regarding Brittany Griner, wasn't knocking the beautiful country. I'm simply saying how she probably feels emotionally along with many other emotions and thoughts inside that cage she's been in for 100 days. Hashtag bring her home. Well, then don't say it. If you, if you have to say that wasn't meant to knock our beautiful country. I mean, his quote was actually kind of, uh, I don't know. How can she feel like America has her back? Do I even want to go back to America after this if I'm her? Yes, you do. You absolutely do. Where else are you going to go? Because she's already it's had experiences. The first thing you want to go yeah, to. Yeah, you've had other experiences in other countries. I, I guarantee you her emotions are like, man, I took for granted how amazing America was. If you just, I mean, so you made a mistake, you brought something in illegal, you're on that, yeah. and now you're paying the consequences. How can you blame this on? Well, it doesn't matter even that. It, I, but I wouldn't. Yeah. I'm like, I made this horrible mistake. I'm yeah. hoping my country can help expedite right. this well if they can it even if they can it will make you appreciate our justice system is flawed but it isn't that flawed where there's look when when they're, when you're basically being told in russia 99 percent uh conviction rate on what you did like there's no nuance there's no leniency there's nothing one percent overturned and that's usually because it's so crooked whoever is getting it can pay their way out immediately and they've got connections in russia that matter she doesn't so LeBron's sitting back going, man, I'd wonder if I even come back. The Billy Joe Armstrong argument of like, yeah. this place stinks. All right, go somewhere else. That is the stupidest thing in the world. And especially with LeBron, who's you know mm. always on about human rights and people needing to be treated fairly and this and that. And then when he says something as dumb as that and makes him have to back it up and say, oh, no, 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 it's great here. It's great here. He needs to shut up. Yeah, athletes have a great voice. 
But that whole, and then he got all pissed off when I forget who that girl on Fox was that said, "Just shut up and dribble." It's because <laughs> yeah. it's because, and that is demeaning and wrong for and her. He called to say for her too. job. Well, yeah, yeah. It, but but he's allowed to say anything stupid and get away with it just Apparently. by backtracking, and Apparently. she can say "shut up and dribble" when she doesn't like what he says. But he didn't like what she said, and he wanted her fired, and he went crazy, and it's like, oh, we're more than that, and everything. And then you say something as dumb as that, and you think, I'll just backtrack it, as stupid as he was about the Hong Kong-China thing, because he won't say a bad thing about China at all. He's got money and business there. And then when he does, it's really like, he's just phony. I just You can see through the fraud that is LeBron. And his barbershop show, good Lord, HBO should be ashamed of themselves. Again, it's almost like a Twitter. Eventually, that that show they'll say stuff because you're caught up in the yeah. moment. And everything you say stuff. That oh yeah, stupid. that's the idea well, of that, the show. But the then you the edit show. it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Then you realize ah, I shouldn't have done that one. That was kind of stupid. There's a danger in in what we do here that you have to be careful not to say something. Just we say stupid stuff, but it's usually with the tongue in cheek. But I'm not going to go off and go. The United States is some place that she shouldn't even come back to. Like that's just dumb. Yes, she can be upset with the policies and things that go on here, but she better have what she should have is a brand new appreciation for the United States. The one that keeps her off her, her knee during the anthem and one that keeps her from saying, I'll never honor the anthem again and things like that, that people will now throw in her face and I get emails they are, all the every time. time. I get memes about yeah. it all the time. Constantly. And they're not wrong. No. They're not wrong. Because what she should have and what everybody should have is to look at this and go, wow. Because what she really did is flaunt her Americanism absolutely. in Russia. Yep. So for all of you, you know, for all of how she's done that with, with everything about America and the flag and everything. She went over there thinking, full-on American. I've got cannabis oil. It's not pot, and I'm, yeah. I'm okay. I she LeBroned herself. This. She's she like, did. I'm bigger than I'm this. I'm bigger than this. I'm bigger than the world yep. situation. They're paying me a million dollars to be here. I can get away with shit. Yeah. Oops. Ooh. Ooh. Toledo. Wow. Toledo starts <laughs> oh, tossing. No, you idiot. <laughs> See? It's real. I it's edit. real, bro. It's because this is this is the talk, and he is our whoopee. Yeah, we yeah, can't we go. It's our barber shop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but see, I hit the button because I'm like, you can't say that. <laughs> yeah. So now he's backpedaling though, too. Of course. Yeah. No. Hey. That's what it's. Uh, but he. But he's not read. really doing the full backpedal either. That's the irritating thing about LeBron, like you'd said. When he does it, he. Yeah. He doesn't. He he doesn't explain things and yeah. walk things back all the way. Well, he's the, the hypocritical. He's right. Well, the hip exactly. Him, the hypocritical yes, side exactly. is if somebody said you're incorrect, LeBron, and that's the stupidest yep. thing I've heard you say. Yep. Uh, she should have a brand new appreciation for not only the United States but our system of justice, which is screwed up but still better than ninety nine percent of the yep. places in the world. And you're just dumb for saying that. That's a stupid thing to say for right. assuming her emotions are. Someone I won't ever go back. Platform. She's probably upset about a lot of things, but one of them is not like the United States uh, sucking. The fact that she's got the right to call for the president to write her a letter. Says she's got a little standing in this country, and in a lot of places, as a gay black woman that they keep leaning on, right. she wouldn't be allowed outside. Well, there's a <coughs> so, long list of countries yeah. she wouldn't even be allowed in. And Russia's one of them. And I don't understand Russia's like huge. Russia's the most crooked place on the planet because they've got this we hate gays thing. But for our entertainment, you can pop over here and do some stuff. But they didn't like. They don't like any of that. I just yeah that that rubbed me so wrong and again it's LeBron so of course it did right back to the first time he sat and said I'm gonna take my talents to South Beach I'm like you're a fraud you put on a show 
basically saying I'm abandoning the, the, the thing that I wouldn't shut up about being an Ohio guy and how important it was to win one for Cleveland and everything. No. He also bought into the ESPN hype at he that did. time. Well, he bought ESPN into himself. wanted a show. Yeah. And Space Jam 2. Nothing says I'm an egomaniac quite like Space Jam 2. Nothing says I think I'm the best that's ever lived like Space Jam 2. Because it was already done by the best that ever lived called yep. Space Jam 1. And it and wasn't good. More and by the way, Space Jam wasn't good. And he decided, well, Michael did it, so I have to. All you are is a, uh, a gross, poor copy of Michael Jordan. And Space Jam 2 proved it when you said, I don't have my own identity. I'll just do what he did and yep. make it my – and try to eclipse him in one more thing. You, you can't. Sorry, Brady, but John Prejohn, of course he's a fake AZ hole. He's from Ohio. Oh, wow. That's, Brady doesn't need to hear that, but that's true. He did say sorry, Brady. That is true. Guy Fieri and LeBron come from Brady's home. How dare you even celebrate that place? Yeah, it doesn't make all people from Ohio terrible. Just most of them. <laughs> Because Ohio people do have the problem of going, well, it's LeBron. He's from Ohio. He's an Ohio boy. They'll forgive it. Don't say that. But they'll forgive it because of his geographic location at birth. That makes no sense. But, yeah, it's uh, LeBron sucks. And that's why. So people always ask. You know, and, and the funny thing is, is that, yeah, this guy's right. He said that, this is, uh, he said that uh, weeks ago because they taped it a long time ago. Yeah, and it and it is, and that's the other. The, your uh, JM, your email is dead on. Part of this promotion of what he said on the shop is so people watch it. So it's even more yeah. fake how he feels about Brittany Griner that he used the controversial statement about Brittany Griner to get people go. By the way, the thing I said on the shop on HBO, right there, it's a commercial. Nine p.m. Eastern. Nine p.m. Eastern. Yeah, you check your local listings for my show. If he would have cared at all. He'd be bouncing around on live television somewhere screaming, why isn't anybody doing anything? He, he, has the, he has the cachet to actually probably get a meeting with the president. He has the cachet to actually pull some weight around in China where they would actually do some work. Well, he's got pull. Right? Yeah. He is important. And he keeps saying, we need to say something. We as athletes. Like you, as the self-proclaimed king of all of it, king, you do something. Show us, you, show us your power. I'll tip my cap and be impressed if you actually do something. But all you are is a, a Twitter big mouth and a ratings whore screaming and yelling about what you are gonna, what you think should get done, and then you're going to go back and do nothing. When's it's, he going to retire? It's the same as the, the I think they could, flag you know, on Facebook when a bad thing happens. As you feel like it's thoughts and prayers. It's nothing. He's doing absolutely nothing. JM couldn't have nailed it better. He's promoting his show through her tragedy. At like, least his juice could maybe help out um, continuing trade talks. I mean, the first round didn't go well. The <laughs> right, butcher right. was not an equivalent <laughs> right. trade. Right. There's other options. He is great. Why not keep going back? What, what I know about LeBron James that he is truly great at is bringing the wrong person back. Russell Westbrook, things like that. He builds bad teams, but he can make uh, bad trades happen. So maybe he can make the, uh, the butcher of Moscow trade for Brittany Griner and even up a prisoner swap because boy, there's one thing he can do, and that is bad trades. At least get that talk going because you know, I think the hands are tied for the most part. But it's like, look, she yeah. did something that's illegal. It's not like we, well, can, you know, the only way we could do it is nobody if the says butcher that. of Moscow yeah. is nobody talks about the truth of it, which is, yeah, she screwed up too. Maybe yeah. you've got a point that they're using her as a political pawn, but she also put herself in that spot. She wasn't set up. 
at all. Nobody will believe that. It's, it's and Bron Bron is a joke. And you know the the worst part about him is he's like he wants to stay in the league for a couple more years until his son gets into the NBA, which is almost like the Be NBA father son. Yeah, first. but yeah, but it's like the NBA gifting that. Like maybe Bron Bron's not good enough. I hear he is, but you don't know. But basically, they're like, yeah, okay, we'll let we'll let you, and we'll arrange to where you two can be on the same team. Like anybody cares. Nobody like there's a small group of people that give a crap about that at all. Bronny and Bron Bron, King James and Brony. Nobody cares. Remember when he went to his son's game and stopped the game because he didn't like what he was seeing, just as a parent in the arena that was named after him. And basically told the referees, hey, this needs to go a different direction. And suddenly the game went a completely different direction because the guy whose name's on the arena, whose son's on the opposing team, the, uh, the opposing coach is like, what chance do I have? And LeBron James Arena, and he comes out of the stands and tells the referees he wants to see it go a different way, and then it does. What chance do I have? Get your own arena. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you got to get your own arena. <laughs> Good luck. But, yeah, that's been bopping around the news, and I'm like, ugh. And the worst part is we pay attention to it. Because he, he is a big deal, there's no doubt about it. But it's like you'd like those moments to where somebody would just stand up right in front of LeBron. And it seems like he surrounds himself with those people that won't do it. That says, that's ridiculous, LeBron. That's a st- if the shop had that, if Martin Lawrence was sitting across from him and said, that's the dumbest thing you've ever said, I would, I would applaud the show. But they're afraid because, oh, yeah. oh that would be the last time I'll be on the show. Well, or you're, A, you, you're going to yeah. lose LeBron. Yep. B, it might not, you know, that's not what he's got in that room. It's a discussion, the barbershop discussion. It's an interesting idea for a show, but it's all, you know, kind of, I would love to have somebody go, especially to him. LeBron, that was stupid. That's a dumb thing to say. It may be flawed. It may be screwed up in a lot of ways for a lot of people, but it's still better than everywhere else. That's what I liked about Jordan. He just kind of stayed out of it. Yeah, you know, he really stayed did. out of politics well, and stuff. It's just not yeah, here Jordan, to play ball and buy my Gatorade. Jordan was smart enough to know that he's not that smart. You know, he was smart enough to know, maybe this isn't an arena I should get into because I'm going to say the wrong things. And suddenly that's become a like a badge of honor that you go out and you'll say the wrong things and then stand by it. And that's some sort of, uh, I don't know, character builder. So instead of, and, and back in, backtracking, proof he knows he said what was wrong, but that guy's JM was right. That's a promotion for that stupid show, and we've done enough of that here. But it is it is – it makes you curious how anybody else on that reacted. It'll just make you mad, but that's what that's what shows are designed to do: elicit some sort of emotion with engagement. More people watching, sells yeah. more shoes. Yeah, that's a fact. It, that's and Darren's right too. He, uh, Damon, I'm sorry, Damon emails and he nailed. This is why I like the show, The Boys, is because it was basically superheroes, you know, with agents, and you know the idea came from superstar athletes and how they really were versus how they were being sold to us. LeBron is got, he's got to be the reason the boys was written like this guy. He's acting like a superhero is everything. But he's nothing like what he's like, what we're being sold. The image we're being sold is nowhere near what he really is. And it's true. He works for Vought. He's one of the heroes for Vought and they'll give you all that. And the movie, he's in great movies for kids and it's all about, this and that, and oh, and he stands up for the right thing. But deep down, he's just a money-starved, power-hungry egomaniac. Because there's plenty of downtime for the superheroes. Yeah. That's the fun thing. It's like well, so much to, to get in trouble or to do something. Beyond the downtime, it's just everybody thinks they're great because that's the, that's the sell. 
But deep down, they're just kind of, you know, crappy ratings grabbers that will do whatever they're told to get the cash. And the ego, one hero is liked better than the other one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you got to have that. Well, it's the, you know, the Derek Jeter A-Rod argument. That, that That was a pissing contest between two egos. Didn't sound like two guys really bashing each other too badly when A-Rod said I was better than him, and they stopped being friends because of it. Now we're going to have to wait for the eight-part A-Rod documentary. But the, the Jeter documentary, the more I read about the Jeter documentary, he kept saying what you want like the superheroes to say. He goes, no, I had to keep an eye on the image they were presenting for me, and I did everything. He was supposed to go to uh, uh, some night with Puff, Puffy and J-Lo the night that uh, Biggie got shot. And for some reason, he didn't go. And he goes, I luckily didn't go to that. He said, or my name would be tied to that night and my image would have suffered from it. So he recognized that he's, they always say, this is a business, this is a business, this is a business. You're a business. You got to guard that. And Derek Jeter was like, you guys were sold an image of me. And it wasn't inaccurate, but I never showed you the other side because that would have ruined it. Dude at Starbucks. Hey, I'm picking up a basket. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I, I, just, do, I do like what you do. What are you thinking? I give <laughs> girls baskets when they uh, when I'm done. He goes, you're a f- idiot. <laughs> give out gift baskets. Yeah. But I think America, through Twitter and everything else, has kind of seen through a lot of that. Superstar, you know, the the sheen of hero is kind of off of the professional athlete now. And it's more but just it like. It also just brings up that fascination of watching yeah. him fail. Well, you you start in with That's that and you do. Yeah. But it is that thing where we used to have the Mickey Mantles of the world. Imagine Mickey Mantle in today's day and age. Drunk, uh, knocked his kids around, never was a really decent person, always being shuttled in and out by Billy Martin and Whitey Ford from bar to bar, hidden. So people didn't ever get to the press and say, did you see Mickey Mantle passed out drunk in the middle of Broadway last night? They protected him because the image was all-American boy. <laughs> Mickey was the furthest thing from that and sold that image to kids. And, I mean, you talk to guys in their 70s and whatever. Mickey Mantle is a superhero. God. cape and everything. That All that's kind of gone away. And good, in a way, with social media and all this media coverage is that you really don't have, you know, as much as we say we don't want a guy to go, oh, I give 110%, I'm really all for the organization. And that's, Bull Durham was right. Here's what you say to the press. Don't deviate because they'll tear you down. Whether you're good or bad or otherwise, just protect your brand. Man, if, if Ted Williams had Twitter right now. Oh, Ted Williams is a horrible human being. <laughs> horrible human being. I mean, when they were kicking his head around up there at that frozen head center up in Scottsdale, everybody's kind of like, yeah, well, you know, this is kind of karmic payback, I think. They're using Ted's head as a soccer ball and placing it up on opened tuna cans. Because Ted was such an egomaniac, he had his head frozen so he could come back in the future and he thought he'd still be important in the future. Ted Williams shows up today, he'd be the most confused man on the planet. Like, wouldn't know what an iPhone was, wouldn't know what any of this stuff is. Ted was mentally gone when they wheeled him out for that All-Star game 10 years ago and then he disappeared. He'd be baffled. You don't want to freeze yourself and come back in 40 years. Can you imagine? Imagine if your grandpa was reanimated today and you plopped him down in today's society how fast would grandpa be in jail <laughs> or or have you scrambling grandpa you can't say that anymore well it's because these run the world Tramps. we Tramps. had a president yes we did and stop saying that <laughs> you're back for two minutes and already you've 
You've offended everybody. I'll have to do out my dad half the time. <laughs> exactly. Hey, now imagine bringing Grandpa back oh. to the party. No. This Latom James it. is really bothering. <laughs> what the hell are they letting him on TV for? What's a tweeter? Oh, it would it would kill him. Post Malone. My grandpa would have thrown a chair through the TV if he saw anything that looked like Post Malone on. What the? What the f- is this? Queers and oh, and like all right, enough. You can't do that anymore. What do you mean? When did freedom of speech? I thought it was in f- America. My grandpa would it'd be terrible in today's day and age, freezing yourself and coming back in the future. <laughs> Maybe for 24 hours, just for the entertainment. Like that movie AI. You're allowed to uh, be undead for 24 hours and just walk around. But then you die again. Bring back Ty Cobb. Bring back all <laughs> bring, of them. Bring back all oh, your heroes. Bring back all <laughs> of them. And then I will do my podcast, All Your Heroes <laughs> yes, Are Assholes, because I would interview every one of them on their, day, oh. on their day. Welcome back, Ty Cobb. What the f***? It's a Jew. I'm like, I'm not a Jew. Hey, first off, that's offensive twice. Look at, you nose. Look at you, Holmberg the Jew. I'm like, not a Jew. And then shouldn't you're making me sound like I'm, God damn it, Ty Cobb. Cy Young. So I understand they let is in baseball now. Oh, Jesus, Ty. I told him it was a mistake then, and I'm seeing it now. So Cy Young, it says you have 511 <laughs> wins. That's right. I got seven last week. 525, actually. <laughs> yeah. They'd be horrible people. You don't want to. You wouldn't want to bring back Thomas Jefferson, the founding fathers. Nobody, none of them. Nobody would fit in today. Jesus, you can't even have Kevin Spacey from the '80s living in today's society. Things that we did 30 years ago don't fly now. Imagine Grandpa's Day. Yeah. So yeah, I don't understand that. Either. Your grandpa would still get credit for being the hero that he was for going to war. Did your grandpa go to war? My grandpa. Well, my grandpa, my mom's side went to my. My other grandpa had polio. Uh, oh, that's right. He had one kind of gimp arm. My one grandpa went to to uh, he was down in uh, New Guinea, and then he was on the Queen Mary, not New Guinea like you. Jeez, he laughs at his own. <laughs> I told you, an actual place, Brett. <laughs> I'd laugh at everything. It's a real place. No such thing. How do you chuckle at New Guinea? I'm glad he didn't go to. I'm glad he didn't go to Niger. <laughs> Brett would be on the floor. Every time you go out with the mini Guinea, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I call anyway. him that all the time. I know you do, but every time you say it, you give a chuckle. Today in New Guinea, 50,000 dead. <laughs> New Guinea. He doesn't get the message. Yeah, he was there. He got bit by The worst thing that happened to my grandpa, he got bit by a scorpion. He was in Australia. New Guinea. And then on the Queen Mary, running from U-boats. The Queen you, Mary was you know how bad it service? was? No. They oh. just they, <laughs> they put uh, guns on it. They knew they were. And they knew that uh, they, could, they were trying to uh, find the U-boats with passenger ships. Mm. And so my grandpa took a trip. It's a great story. He can't tell it unless we do that reanimation thing. And right. it, it, would, it would include the word krauts and a lot. Right. Uh, but he, they zigzagged all the way up the Atlantic. And it took like a month and a half to get to London because they were trying to, they were trying to entice U-boats to show themselves so the boats that were following the Queen Mary could take them out because there was no real way to figure out where the U-boats were. And plus the zigzag kept it so they couldn't get a good trace on them. So the U-boats would start scrambling, make some noise, and they could find them. But uh, they were daring the Germans to shoot down passenger ships. <laughs> it would be like using a Carnival cruise line to just scooch hey, through. Carnival. And you, you don't know, know it. Yeah, yeah. and, and the people on the boats were confused, but they, were, they felt secure because they had these big guns on the front of it. And back, too, they had these turrets of, and guys manning it and military guys. Well, this is safe. We can't. But who's go- and then I start to wonder, who's paying for that cruise? 
You want right. to cruise right. through the right. ocean by Germany for a little while in World War II? These guys were all over. Japan was all over the Pacific, shooting up and popping up around San Francisco. They had to turn the lights out in San Francisco every night. So they couldn't see where the coast was. It's weird. But, yeah, he was on that. So he was heroic for that. Not so much heroic for what he called Pontiacs. <laughs> <laughs> he was a... Uh, he wouldn't fit in today at all. So to answer that guy, no, he wouldn't get a full pass for being a soldier? Yeah, he'd try, but then he'd start <laughs> yeah. cursing you for whatever race you were for not giving him the pass. And he didn't care. Polish, uh, everything was bad except for whatever he was. And I don't know what he was. I think he might have been English and maybe had a little Scott in him. I don't know. John, the 80s were 40 years ago, you old ass. Yeah. Late 80s weren't. <laughs> Young ass. The eighties I remember, not those, not the first eighties. The you know, Still eight, hanging on to eighty-five to eighty-nine. Yeah. Those are the ones I call the eighties. That's when it started to matter. Anyway, good luck, LeBron. I can't. Even, I mean, I'd ask Toledo, but he doesn't know who his granddad is. But I can imagine. Oh, actually, I do. You met your grandpa on no, your dad's no, side. No, no. On my dad's side, yeah. You know yeah. your dad's dad. I, I didn't meet him. I didn't get a chance. Well, of course to meet not. Him. He ran away. Well, well he, di- he died before <laughs> yeah, I had a chance to meet him. We were setting that yeah. up, actually. Your dad just called Lucky. Yeah. Yo, you were going to meet, and he killed himself. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Another layer to the story. <laughs> I don't know the grandpa story. Do yeah, I? Yeah, we were gonna we were gonna set it up. With my cousin's wife was he's she's been deep into all of this stuff with the family because she knows yes. the family and they all went to high school together my my half brothers and all that right. not the one that got hit by the bus but right but the other ones and um <laughs> bus so driven by your dad she she knew my grandparents and they were great people and she was trying to set up a, a time when i would come Where back you could and finally it. meet them yeah and and, and then you was, got a call that said uh bastard from a basket grandpa's dead yep cancel your trip so it was all set up. It was another takeaway. That your it dad's was. behind yeah. that. But, your but dad was like, oh, yeah. I got an idea. I got an idea. Let's 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 call him and tell him to come meet you. And then right when he's about to get here, we'll tell him you're dead. <laughs> it's like the Russian warship guys. <laughs> hey, uh, Richard, it's your it's your grandpa. Uh, I can't wait to meet you. You're gonna be at what time? Tuesday at noon. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Okay, let's pretend I'm dead at noon. <laughs> right when he gets here, when his plane lands, tell him I died. Well, that's brutal. I didn't know. So you never got to meet him. Did you go to the funeral or anything? No. no. You could have met your dad there. Uh, yeah. Didn't think about that. Yeah. Well, you should have been thinking. How I could have tied it all in. Was that during our time here? It had to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No kidding? This was uh, probably about six, seven years ago. No kidding. I blanked that story out. Yeah. Is grandma still alive? No. No, they both passed within months of each other. Wow. He passed first and then she went. <laughs> That's the story that Toledo was told. Yeah, exactly. Everybody's dropping dead. You should just <laughs> yeah. stay away from here. They're all gone. Like a cancer cluster. You should, no, don't come They're back. all gone. <laughs> They're all gone. I want to meet him. Uh, just unfortunately, let me see if he's here. Oh, no, he's passed away. Everybody you want to meet died. <laughs> Who else do you want to meet? They're dead. <laughs> well, that's terrible. Anyway, what are you going to do? Keep your grandpa in the ground where he belongs. That's what I say. Brady's grandparents, even, you probably think they're great. They're not. They were horrible, too. Great. By today's standards, no. I think, I think my oh, I know, are, but yeah. yeah, no way. There'd be some similarities because, uh, especially the one that went uh, was on a battleship in World War II and, well, and coming your, away with some of the stuff. Oh, sure. Cuba. Well, de- well, that's different. But I guarantee your dad, your grandfather, was one of the guys who actually pounded a gavel and said, 
Uh, the yays have it. Blacks won't be allowed in our club. <laughs> <laughs> Proudly saying another uh, unanimous decision here. It's Sayoto. Yeah, they were, they were all that we way. We are undefeated. They were all that way. Even when they tried not to be, they were. You know it. Not when it came to uh, getting recruits for Ohio State. Oh, that's oh, yeah, different. That's, yeah. Not in my club. <laughs> not in my club, but not there. We're Archie Griffin. Great. <laughs> Uh, what do you got on the big board of musical treats today? Uh, time for the wake-up song, and the wake-up song is brought to you by our buddies at Action Ride Shop. It's e-bike season over there at Action Ride Shop. 10% off all e-bikes this month only. Plus, uh, season? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because it's so damn hot out there. It's oh, like, why yeah. why, why wanna, pedal yourself you when you can have a little yourself. bit of assistance okay. there? All right. I wasn't thinking. <laughs> 20% off all uh, Santa Cruz uh, chameleons and uh, 25% off Action Ride Shop tailgate pads. It's all going on. ActionRideShop.com. Get all your details right there. And let me pull up our list here. Justin Drew just hang on, just emailed me about LeBron. He goes, It's amazing when you when you don't like LeBron how easy it is to form a case. Said, I remember a post game interview LeBron did and they asked him about Kevin Durant, because Kevin Durant just uh, he was gonna get a scoring title. And LeBron said, uh, if I really wanted the scoring title, I would just get it. Proclaiming his ignorance and laziness all within one same sentence. It's almost impressive how unlikable he can be. And it is. He's just well, like even when, even when you try to like him, and then he'll do something, you're like, no, I can't. He's just that. I, 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 LeBron's a – I don't – and he's tried so hard to be the giant of the NBA and just isn't. Like, he's just – he's scared of Michael Jordan's shadow. Yeah, exactly. And that's – what it comes across is like he just – he'll never get out of that shadow. He knows it. Yep. So well, he tries he's to be louder I mean, things. He's just – he's a phony. The current giant. He's a giant from but the, he's the not, past couple of years look, for sure. Michael Jordan was not liked. Magic Johnson was not liked because of how good they were. When yeah. they retired, you didn't go, ugh, he makes my skin crawl. It's not a personality problem with Jordan. You just hated him on the court because he was a stone cold killer. He might have been a dick. He very possibly could have been the worst person. But you didn't know. You just knew he was a badass on the court. And he destroyed people. And you're like, man, as far as athletes go, I want that on my team. Yeah, if you weren't a Bulls fan, F if, you. If the yeah. Suns ended up with Michael Jordan, I'd have been like, this is amazing. If Magic Johnson was on, I hated Magic Johnson. But if he ended up on the Suns at one point, you'd be like, oh, my God, this is amazing. Yep. If LeBron came here, I wouldn't have my season tickets anymore. Even if it meant like titles and stuff I'm like, ah, I don't want to win it with him. That's the difference between really great players and players who are – Super talented players, but they just aren't. And that's the argument people have a lot with Kevin Durant. They think he'll screw up the chemistry and this and that. He's not, but he's nowhere near as awful as LeBron. Ugh. All right, on the list starts off with a lot of stuff for Brady's uh, conversation earlier this morning. Santana, Black Magic Woman, Morris Day in Time, Jungle Love, uh, Seven Dust Black, Saliva, Black Sheep. My God, these Kid people. Rock, Black Whoa. Chick, White Guy. I've not heard that song. It's really slow and that's stuff. Bad. Uh, Cool in the gang, Jungle Boogie. Yeah, because uh, Brady had the jungle love. This, the, the, what was it? Jungle Fever. That was what that movie was yep. called. Uh, Sublime, Disturbed, Jack White, Prodigy. New one from Parkway Drive on the list. Uh, ACDC. Mm. There's also, no song called. Was also uh, Brady's greatest fear. She's ugly. Is not a song up there. <laughs> no, not my cup of tea. Not my cup of tea. She's pretty to someone else. Never make a pretty woman your wife. These are all country songs. <laughs> yeah, that stuff. one was requested. Never make a pretty. Woman oh, it is. Your wife. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> uh, she hmm. sure can cook though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is that from? That's from that song. That is, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh, that's right. It's it's a lyric in that. Oh, she's ugly. <laughs> she sure can cook though. 
Uh, all right. I don't care. How about, uh, oh, geez, some are so good. Hmm. I'm going to go away from all the other stuff. Uh-oh. And we'll just go with Girls Got Rhythm by ACDC. Haven't <laughs> <laughs> heard that one for a while. ACDC oh. was a Jeopardy clue last night. I'll make Guten Tag happy. Oh, yeah, she'll love that. It'll be fine. Uh, once again, to remind everybody else, you can drink your way through all these things that go on in the news and all the silly discussions that people have. Uh, you get on that uh, website of ours, 98kupd.com, and you can click on the link to buy yourself the Four Peaks Cha-Ching Chavez. It is now available for pre-order. And I think it's the first 98 people that get in on this thing are going to get the pint glass and the treats. You nice. get like a little prize pack on top of it all when you get uh, in on this. So you can order it up. The Cha-Ching Chavez is amazing. Took a sip yesterday. I haven't had any since the end of the basketball season because we had a couple at the H&H Ranch that were left. I'm like, oh, I forgot how good this is. So good. Uh, delicious. And popped a couple yesterday out of the very first six-pack. Melissa, the headmaster brewer, super brewer down there, uh, hand-bottled them right there. Capped them and gave them away to us, and we knocked them silly. So uh, I'm very excited about it. And, again, uh, like it, love it, do whatever you want with it. Uh, all the the proceeds that go, we give a buck for every pint that we sell tonight at Hooters. You're going to be out there. In yeah, Ma- you can get a taste of it. Mesa, and uh, load that up. Drinking team, we're looking for you to do what you did last year and just fill that Hooters up and make them lose their minds again uh, and crush it. Get rid of all the Chiching Chavez they've got because that means the Humane Society wins. That's what we're shooting for here. And again, our friends at the Humane Society are in a pickle. A lot of uh, a lot of intake. And they have 750 animals they need to move because they know how many come in on average, and they just had this rush. And again, Fourth of July doesn't ever help. And people at uh, you know pandemic dog owners that came in and thought, "Oh, I'll just have a pet that'll hang out with me until I don't want it anymore." It doesn't make any sense to me. But there's been a they have 750. They're overflowing is essentially all it comes down to. So anything we can do to help, we will. And, and you uh, think during the pandemic too. Uh, with the uh, streets being open and a lot of the dogs that are out there that aren't being monitored or controlled, what do you mean? I don't think they were. I I, I don't think they were going around as far as the city. I think some of the dogs that were maybe strays at first too multiplied a lot easier. Oh, that could be now, the spaying and neutering. Um, maybe oh. that some of that stuff was restricted. Oh, I do know that there's a lot of people returning because people pandemic aren't, weren't coming into the coming into work to be able to do it. To spay or neuter like animals? Like if, if, if offices were closed down? Yeah, the facilities at one time. <laughs> the spay and neuter for Oh, you're saying yeah. that there wasn't any place to take the, the dogs Correct. The oh, okay. There might be. Yeah. I, I never thought about that factoring in. Maybe. It was a couple of years ago, though. They should be all the There's a lot of dogs. Bottom line is, if you haven't spayed or neutered your pet in the first place, you're a jackass. And second, uh, you know, we got a lot going on. This is an uphill climb no matter what. Whether it's breeding problems in neighborhoods that just allow them to run wild or people who bought them, pandemic, and then brought them back. Oh, it's a nightmare. So it's climbing an ice wall, but we can help them, and that, that always helps. So easy enough. Uh, so thank you in advance for ordering up the Ching Chavez from Four Peaks. That's a great, a great way to get involved. Plus, it's for you. You get a beer out of it. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. It's a good thing. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet Mesquite. 
Repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.